0: My story begins when I was a young boy. You'll be comfortable here in your mama's old world. I'd do anything for her to be here right now. Grandma was a tough lady with a big heart. And little by little, she brought me out of my sadness. Now if you feel that you can't go on, darling, I, I didn't know it. But there was a dark shadow looming nearby. Witches. They're real. And they hate children. Welcome. What would you do if there were mice running all around this hotel? I would call the exterminator. You see, girl? He would exterminate those brats! Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and Stanley Tucci in one film. Yes, that is the most thrilling thing I've ever heard. No, it is not the Devil Wears Prada sequel or reboot of the Devil Wears Prada, because, of course, Anne Hathaway and Stanley Tucci were in the Devil Wears Prada. She was Annie, um, and he... I'm sorry, she was, um, Andy Sachs, and uh, Stanley Tucci was, um... The director of photography... What was this character's name? I don't even know. I know it was Miranda... Emily as Emily Blunt... And then Stanley Tucci as... um, Oh, I don't remember what his name... But anyways, that was an iconic film. But anyways, that is the trailer for the... The official trailer for The Witches... 2020 with Anne Hathaway... Octavia Spencer and Stanley Tucci... Which is coming out... um, October 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. It's being released on... uh, HBO Max, which is incredible... Um, Yes, October 22nd on HBO Max Which I love HBO Max I'm literally going through the Matrix trilogy right now Because it was just added, which I love And then I'm going to be watching Lord of the Rings again And then I'm going to be watching Friends And then I'm going to be watching The Phantom of the Opera With the one with Emily um, Emily, the one with Emma Uh, Emmy Watts Emmy, 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 what's her name? Emmy something, she was on Shameless Emmy Rossum and Gerard Butler And, you know, like so many other people But anyways Film looks fabulous. Um, check out the trailer; it's on YouTube now. I'm so excited to see it. I love the original, of course, with Angelica Houston as the Grand High Witch. She's fabulous. You may remove your gloves. Iconic, but I'm I'm really curious to see what Anne Hathaway is going to do with it because she's such a fabulous actress. She's an Academy Award winning actress, and um, from the looks of the trailer, we see a little bit about what a little bit of her as you know, uh, I guess dis disarrayed witch but we don't actually see the transformation so the film's probably they're probably doing that intentionally the trailer but hey i'm loving it um but anyways hi everybody it's andrew the mistress pop culture happy wednesday happy hump day hope you're all having a great week um a bit of an interesting week. There's a debate tonight, a VP debate with Vice President Mike Pence and Vice President Candidate uh, running alongside Mr. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, who of course I will be voting for. Um, And yeah, check it out. And I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'll talk about it on Thursday. Also, I would like to note that this is my 300th episode of my show, The Mistress of Pop Culture, which I started on February, I think. 20th or twenty second of 2019 um so it's been over a year and definitely over a year it's almost coming on to two years, which is so crazy, but it 's so thrilling I'm, I love doing it i you know I, I always say at the end of the episode, but i 'm going to say it now and at the end of the episode, but I express my gratitude to all my listeners um it's it's just the most fun doing this, and I can't believe it's a job it's like a pinch me well, don't really pinch me because i don't get out bruised and quite honestly, I have to have perfect skin um but aside from that, um, yeah, 300 the big 300 What should I do? Should I buy myself a little something-something? There's something I've been eyeing to treat myself. There's these really nice uh, Dior <laughs> espadrilles that are a little, you know, pricey. But the holidays are coming up, so I thought, why not treat myself? Um, but I might get them because they're really cute and chic. And I feel like, honestly, I've been working so hard. <laughs> Even though I just actually, like, leased myself a new car um, last month. Um, but that's, like, you know, me. Uh, but aside from that... Um, yeah, I'm just doing the damn thing. Um, I have some stories for you today. Not the most exciting week for stories. For some reason, it's a lot of political stuff going on. I don't know why that sort of uh channels into taking away from what's going on in pop culture world. But literally, I, I just don't even know. Not that you would know, but if you do know, then <laughs> hit me up, girl. Um, okay, so I guess let's hop into our stories of the day. Actually, our first story is a pretty... Ooh, excuse me. Ooh, sorry, I just belched. Uh, Juicy, salacious one. Somebody who I love, and I've been a big admirer of since... High school And that was Perez Hilton And I actually funny eno- Funnily enough Met him last year In LA He, I was leaving my friend's Apartment building And he was going inside I did not introduce myself To him But we definitely locked eyes Because he was buzzing In to get in And I was just like Oh my god That was Perez Hilton That was crazy And I texted my friend Kristen right away Because we were like Obsessed with Perez In college um, And it was just wild To see someone Who like I had followed I've seen a lot of people Who I've loved And sort of admired um in LA which is really cool the only two there's only three people though no there's only two more people I really want to see and in the eight years I've lived here I haven't seen them first being of course I want to see Paris Hilton I've never seen her before and she's always out and about town and the other one who I really want to see is Leighton Meester because I'm obsessed with Gossip Girl and that's my favorite show and I always talk about it and she's just someone I really want to meet because I not only love her as an actress but I love her as Blair she's iconic so That's just that. But anyways, our first story, going back, dialing it back a little bit. um, Our first story is from E! News, and Perez Hilton actually has a new book coming out called TMI, My Life in Scandal. So the first story is The Biggest Celebrity Bombshells from Perez Hilton's memoir. I love a memoir. Everyone's coming out with a memoir. Perez, Mariah, um, Jessica Simpson, not a really great one. Perez Hilton is dropping names. The infamous celebrity blogger released his first memoir, My Life Life, Life in Scandal, on Tuesday, the 6th, and while the book, co-authored by Leif Erickson. And Martin Svensson gives you the requisite insight into his upbringing and family life. He's also packed the pages with what he knows his audience wants, stories about stars. Okay. Um, from his former friendship with Lady Gaga to Wild Night Out with John Mayer and Jessica Simpson. Okay. Um, I'm going to read you some blurbs. There's a lot in this article, so I implore you to go to E! News um, Uh, and check out this story, or pick up his book, because, quite honestly, I literally love Perez Hilton, and I love celebrity life, and he's literally, he's the OG, he's the one who pretty much started it. I mean, I know TMZ was there, too, but, like, you know, Perez was just the toast of the town. Okay, as Perez reveals in TMI, My My Life in Scandal, one of his earliest celebrity pals was Amanda Bynes, who messaged him back in 2005 to let him know she was a fan of the site. After inviting Perez to the set of her show, What I Like About You, Amanda would take to visiting the blogger at his usual perch on Sunset Boulevard at the coffee bean he used as his office, by the way. That coffee bean that press used to work at is down the street from where I used to live, which is just mwah, crazy. I knew the world would work out in a weird way where I would be close to, like, the man of, like, my dreams, his office. <laughs> Back in the day. Um, she arrived one day uh, after an unnamed Scientologist confronted Prez in the coffee shop, angry about a story he'd written about the church's sway in Hollywood. Press explained to Bynes that the man had loudly accused him of being a pedophile before he stormed out. Quote, seriously, this place, if you're not already crazy, it makes you go crazy, she sighed. What neither of us knew in that moment was that her words were an ominous prophecy of sorts, Perez writes. Well, I'm going to interject who really can say. It. Not that Amanda Bynes is crazy, because nobody should call anyone crazy. But obviously, she certainly had her fair share of scandal. And, uh, you know, I think 2017, 18, where she's running around New York, you know. I mean, it was the, it, cra- it was." Really like a, a uh, what do you call it? emancipation of Amanda Bynes. She was just like a new woman and she was literally just living her best life. Yeah, saying some interesting things, tweeting some interesting things, but I think a lot of us big fans of hers were like, okay, this is some pretty cool stuff. Even though, obviously, she ended up going to, I believe, a psychiatric ward. But anyways, okay, back to the article. Born Mario Lavando Jr. Perez developed his pseudonym after the New York Post sued him for his blog's initial name, page666.com which was a clear reference to their page six. Um, With no money to defend himself, he rebranded instead the Perez. In me was the outside, the Latino guy, the homosexual, the person who stuck out, and Hilton referred to the Hollywood, the mainstream, he writes. Um, And though the inspiration behind the new name could have sued him as well, she didn't. Paris Hilton befriended him instead. She first invited him to visit her in the studio in 2006 uh, as she worked on her album, I knew Paris was using me, but I also didn't care. I was using her too, he writes. I mean, I was a blogger who was hanging out with Paris Hilton. He went on to spend a lot of time at parties at her house where he witnessed her aunt and future Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Kyle Richards, amusing guests on the stripper pole installed in the middle of the living room. And while Perez says he never saw Paris partake in the hard drug use unfolding around them, Quote, she was, however, one of the biggest donors I ever met in my whole life, he writes. She used to smoke weed every day from the first thing in the morning till late in the evening. A waken baker, as they call him. Wow. And then he goes on to talk about Amy Winehouse, Kelly Osborne, um Christina, oh, John Mayer, Jessica Simpson, where he made out with John Mayer, and I guess Jessica Simpson turned a blind eye to it. Okay, here's a really interesting one, because this is literally one of the biggest... This is my favorite celebrity ever. Along with Bynes, um, Lindsay Lohan, um, along with Bynes, was one of the stars who would stop by the coffee bean during Perez's early days. She was the first to do so, in fact. She and Perez developed such a relationship by 2007, when the trouble really started brewing in her life. That her former manager, Larry Rudolph Trina Perez, for help, quote, Larry seemed to think I was the right person to talk to her. So although I was hesitant, I said, okay, so take over to my mom's place. I didn't want the paparazzi that followed her everywhere to know where I lived, Perez, right? So just a few hours later, we met at my mom's place across the street from my house. Lindsay was at rock bottom. I didn't know whether it helped or not, but I listened to what she had to say. I gave her advice and did what I could to get help, get her back on the right track. Wow. That's so fascinating. I had no idea. I remember in 2007, Lindsay was, like, all over the tabloids. I didn't live in L.A. at the time because I didn't move here until 2013, literally six years, seven years later. But that was really, like, the era of Kim, Paris, Lindsay, Misha Barton, Amanda, like, all of these girls exploding in a superstardom. I, lo- I loved it, and I was reading all about it on Perez, like, Vanessa Hudgens, at like Coachella, and, like, everything like that. When um, he goes on to talk about Britney, his uh, sort of friendship with Lady Gaga and where it went wrong, um... Um and lots of other great stuff. So yeah, check out the article. It's fascinating, and I love press Hilton. So congratulations on your book. Like so thrilling. Um, my second story is from Page Six, sort of tying off of that. Um. Uh, but, 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 hold on, the computer is frozen. I don't know why it's doing this. Uh, it's from Page Six. It's Jessica Simpson. Let me just use my phone. Okay. Um, I don't know what's going on with my computer. It always does this. Uh, Jessica Simpson's friends quote horrified by John Mayer's 2007 Perez Hilton lip lock. Okay, so sort of just off of this. I don't know why my computer is being weird. Sorry about that. Um, Jessica Simpson's friends thought that John Mayer betrayed her when he made out with Perez Hilton, but she glossed over it because she was quote head over heels in love with the singer, we're told. Gossip blogger Hilton wrote about the 2007 incident in his new memoir, blah, 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 blah. But an old pal of Simpsons tells page six this is where I'm reading it from, that there was more to the tale. What made the incident so shocking to insiders, they said, was that simpson's camp was locked in a war with hilton at the time because he wouldn't stop calling her quote jessica simpleton on his phenomenally popular blog and referring to her little sister as ash ashley oh because her sister's name ashley quote her friends were horrified by the saucy smooch said an insider but she didn't care john couldn't do anything wrong as far as she was concerned she was absolutely head over heels in love with him in fact and the insider said that simpson probably marveled at the move thinking that it would Integrate the couple with then with a the then powerful blogger. Um, that's pretty much all I wanted to say. That's like kind of that's like mean that he did that, John Mayer. I mean, even though he's a babe, it's like <laughs> six year girlfriend, just because he's like gorgeous. Like, how could he? Well, that's okay, but look who's, look who's like on top now, and John Mayer's like into the MS. Okay, um, third story of the day. De- um, A very sad story. I'm not particularly, um, I actually didn't know who this person was, but it's sort of a big story. Eddie Van Halen, uh, dead at 65. Um, Eddie Van Halen, this is from TMZ, the legendary guitarist and co-founder of Van Halen, has passed away after a long battle with cancer TMZ learned. Sources directly with a rock star tell them he passed away at St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica Tuesday, uh, which was yesterday. His wife, Janie, was by his side, along with his son, Wolfgang. His ex-wife, Valerie Bertinelli, oh my gosh, and Alex, Eddie's brother and drummer, we're told in the last 72 hours, Eddie's ongoing health battle went massively downhill. The doctors, uh, doctors discovered his lung cancer had moved to his brain as well as other organs. Ugh, that's just heartbreaking. Um, the article goes on to say, last year, uh, Eddie was flying between the US and Germany for five years to get radiation treatment, though he was a heavy smoker for years. He believes he developed throat cancer from a metal guitar pick he used to hold in his mouth... More than 20 years ago. Interesting. Um, Valerie Bertinelli, yeah, she posted a, a posted something. Interesting, because speaking of, I guess, radiation, my grandfather, before he passed, my grandfather had prostate cancer, and right before he passed, actually, he passed on this trip, he went to Germany, I believe, to get radiation. But when he was there, he passed, because I think it might have been, he went really um, late in the game. Um, and this was in 2000, and I think it was, 2004, because I was a freshman in high school that year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I'm very, very sorry to his family. My condolences to his family and friends and Valerie Bertinelli and all of his fans, because that's just heartbreaking news. Um, It's always very sad when you hear something like that. Um, I don't have another story pick, so let me... Let's see, everyone. I. This is what I'm telling you. It's literally been such a slow week, but I wanted to do a 300th episode because it's just such a marvel that I've made it 300 times chatting and chatting. Literally, this is like. I could talk to myself. I could talk to a park bench. I literally just love chatting, chatting. Um, okay, I'm on E! News here. Okay, here's, here's a great little um, positive story to end the show, today's show. Uh, Chris Evans fans marvel, wink, wink, over his abs and tattoos in a new video. He posted it on this on his Instagram story. I saw it, and when I saw it, I like literally passed out. The temperatures may be dropping, but Chris Evans is turning up the heat with his latest Instagram video. The 39-year-old actor posted a video of himself backflipping into a pool on Tuesday... Quote, last swim before the pool hibernates. It was freezing, the Captain America celeb. Um, caps from the footage. I wonder what it's like to be tan. However, some fans seem more focused on the shirtless star's marvelous muscles than his form. Quote, I very much appreciate acro Sevens' most recent Instagram story. One follower tweeted abs for days. Um, by the way, yeah, he has like gorgeous abs and he has tattoos all over his, his, his torso, which is fabulous. I wonder where this was taken. I know Chris Evans, much like me, is from um, the East Coast, Massachusetts. So I wonder if he's home or where is he? Um, He just seems like a really normal guy, too, which is really cool. But, yeah, like, I wonder who's dating. Look, I'm fully available. Like, yes, yes, yes. Um, So congratulations to him on looking like a... Literally, he is Captain America. I wonder if he's, um gonna do any more films because i do recall the end of avengers endgame spoiler alert he goes back in time and comes back an old man and then uh the other avenger i forget what his name was but he has the wings and he's a super super handsome guy um uh takes over his little captain america shield i love marvel I started watching Avengers Infinity War again because I had such good memories when I first saw that movie for the first time. I saw it back in 2008 in May. It went with somebody whose name will not uh, re-come out of my lips because this individual and I no longer are friends. But, like, it was such a good experience seeing it. And I love the Marvel movies, you know? Uh, speaking of Marvel, I'm so excited for WandaVision, which will be fabulous, with of course Elizabeth Olson and Paul Bettany, which is coming to Disney Plus one. I don't know, but I'm going to literally be crying when it comes. Also, I'm excited for The Mandalorian season two, as well as The Crown, because um, I love me some Helena on Bottom Carter, and I love me some Princess Diana. And uh, she's coming into the show this season. And the actress who who is playing her, I don't know what her name is, but she seems to be getting a lot of press, which is really interesting because, like, literally, I think she was an unknown. But I love when an unknown catapults into stardom. It just makes me really happy. I hope she's really talented. I personally feel like Princess Diana should have been played by somebody like, hmm, I don't know. We're in the TikTok generation. One of these, like, TikTokers, like, maybe Charlie D'Amelio or, like, maybe Andrew DeVitri. Oh, wait, that's me. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, um, so let me think. I since this is my 300th episode, I'm going to end this by, and I guess end this episode by saying that I thought about ending, not the podcast, but I thought about taking a little bit of a hiatus after this episode because this is my third. I, I divide them hundred, hundred every hundred episodes is a season, so this is like my third season. I I was going to sort of take a break and just you know rest my rest my vocals, but we're in such a political time that I might. Uh, take maybe two or three days off and then, you know, come back. But I think after tomorrow's debate, I'm just going to start my season four. So episode... 301. Um well episode one of season four. Uh but who knows? I'm not quite sure what I'm gonna do. I'll um make some decisions. I'll I'll confer with myself, because basically I employ myself and my employees, which are myself, will just negotiate my new deal and whatnot, because that's what I do. I am in fact the mistress of pop culture and I love all things pop culture, you guys. Thank you so much as always for listening. I express my internal gratitude. You can check out my podcast on Apple Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Castbox Radio, iTunes Apple Podcasts, anywhere where podcasts stream. Um, and what else? Yeah, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know if you want me to talk about anything specific. I am going to talk a little bit about the election because we are coming into a very busy next couple of weeks with regards to what's going on. I, um, I know there's supposed to be another presidential debate next week between Don and, um, basically gem of a man, uh, uh Joe Biden. But the president still has COVID and he hasn't been quarantining. So, I mean, who knows? It's like... The president really reminds me of, well, obviously he's all hyped up on steroids and like drugs that normal people can't get because he's the president. So obviously he's going to get preferential treatment. But if he is doing a debate, I don't think he should be on steroids. I think he should literally come like with no drugs in the system because he's just going to like say mean things and we don't need that. We ain't got no time for that. So in the words of Nene Leakes from Real Houses of Atlanta, I said what I said and I said what I said. So I am going to go. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my life, my day, and I will speak to you all later. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.